News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Now, uh, Friday is the deadline for appealing against the planned redevelopment of the Stevens Green Shopping Centre. A petition has also been started to have the centre listed as a protected structure. One of those who has made an appeal is the renowned uh, journalist uh, Frank MacDonald. Uh, Frank, tell us why you've appealed against the redevelopment. Well, uh, I just uh, lodged my appeal, it's 16 pages long, uh, with on board Panola yesterday afternoon and and I suppose, to be honest, I, I never really expected to find myself defending the existing building, which I, I described in the Irish Times in 1988 when it was finished as a, a piece of architectural kitsch and um, t- talked about how uh, it looked like a Mississippi riverboat that had somehow been stranded on the edge of St. Stephen's Green without its paddle wheel. Uh, but the truth is that an awful lot of people like it, uh, judging by the outpouring of posts on social media condemning uh, Dublin City Council's planners for for approving the proposed so-called rejuvenation plan for the shopping centre, even though the largest single use in the new building would be more than 30,000 square metres of offices stacked up on top of a new uh, shopping mall. Um, And as I wrote in my appeal, uh, you know, Davy Real Estate, the developer, um, the company is called DTDL Limited, um, is basically seeking to capture the so-called air rights, unquote, quote unquote, to maximise the development potential of the site of nearly four acres. And I could imagine, you know, some canny charter surveyor would immediately spot that the existing skylit atrium amounts to wasted space that, along with, you know, underperforming retail units on the upper levels, could profitably be filled by office floors. And you'd really have to ask, why on earth anybody is doing this uh, when there's a growing glut of office space in Dublin that's now lying vacant as a result of the spate of new office blocks completed over the past two years, amounting to, I think it was uh, 240,000 square metres in 2022 and another 220,000 square metres last year. Okay, so Frank, is your objection... Like if there was something spectacular going in there, really innovative, really exciting, a land landmark piece of architecture, would you still be opposed to it, or is it is it really just the the bland, generic, office driven uh, aspect of the development of the redevelopment that you're opposed to? No, no, there's really serious issues about the proposed architectural treatment um, with this supposedly sophisticated. Uh, double skin glazed facade, you know, harshly angled at the corner of uh, South King Street and St. Stephen's Green West, above an enormous entrance to the uh, shopping mall that would be the same height, if you can imagine this, as the entire structure of the Fusiliers Arch across the road. Okay. Uh, I mean, and I've described it in my, my, my appeal as that this was, you know, the architectural equivalent of Jaws, you know, which would face the top of Grafton Street which is actually a, a, a an architectural conservation area. It yeah, plays... but, but for, Frank, can, can I interrupt? Sorry, yeah. I, 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 you're ap- I, I, I totally understand where you're coming from. But my question is, if it was, if the re- if the redevelopment had been a really interesting, uh, innovative, spectacular design, would you have still opposed the redevelopment? 
Um, or, or, do you, or would you be happy enough to see the old well, Stephen Green shopping centre? Shane, it would, it would depend on what, on what the treatment was, you know. And, and Yeah, okay, yeah. no, fair enough. Because I was going to put it to you that, like, and I know lots of people, that we've debated this in the office. Most people in the office don't agree with me. I'm not a fan of Stephen's Green Shopping Centre. I I don't like the outside. I totally agree with your 1988 assessment of it. It doesn't work as a shopping centre. It turns its back on the street. It turns its back on Stephen's Green. Um, I, I, I just don't think it works. I I would shed no tears for the for uh, uh, the, the, the demise of the old, uh, the old building. But I do share your concerns about the, what, what's been proposed to replace it. And I, I would put it to you that, you know, nostalgia does not equate to architectural importance. I agree with that. Um, but on the other hand, you have to, uh, I think, accept that it is now a very familiar and distinctive landmark that actually fits in relatively well, certainly on the Stevens Green frontage compared to South King Street. I mean, I don't like, you know, the big, long brick wall that, that runs along South King Street that crudely apes the Gaiety Theatre. Uh, and I don't like the fact that the levels are all wrong. So there's very little actually opening onto the south side of South King Street. So, you know, like there, there's, there's, uh, there are many other ways of dealing with it, of rejuvenating the existing shopping centre than by proposing something that is, that, that is really seriously overscaled uh, for, the, for the area and that would get rid of some of the more attractive attributes of the existing shopping centre, which include, of course, the huge, expansive atrium that's, that's, that's skylit um, and, and which is so impressive. And, you know, like that building that currently stands there has featured on postcards in Dublin and it's been become a kind of an emblem of the city, much as we might you know, dislike it. In, in, it, in, it does. I mean, uh, the atrium you mentioned, it, it makes it very difficult for it to function as a shopping centre. Does I mean, those retail units in the first and second floor, I mean, they're, they're few and far between now. Well, I think that the ones on the first floor are not so bad. And, and in fact, there are, uh, there's, you know, somebody made the point that because the toilets are located on the top floor, that that means that, the, that some of the, the shops that are up there, uh, you know, uh, under the roof, uh, do get a bit of extra business as a result of that because mm. people have to come up to the top before to go yeah. to the uh, But I mean, the thing is that, you know, we're talking about a very, very sensitive historic setting uh, right on the edge of St. Stephen's Green. And I think it's really important to note that St. Stephen's Green itself, and not many people know this, but it's a designated national monument which puts it in the first rank of uh, of things to be protected. Did, did that you not know, go right out the window? There. Did that not go out the window, Frank, in the in the seventies and eighties when we let sixties uh, and seventies when we let the Georgian buildings there that was well, stood there when we let them yes, go? But I'm talking about the park. The, oh, the sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah fair enough. Yeah. I mean, yes, of course, St Stephen's Green has been raped most, multiple times for office developments, uh, particularly on on the south side of the green, um, but but. But really, it's the park itself is, is a designated national monument. And that puts it right up there with Newgrange and with the Rock of Cashel. OK, so when you say that, when you say a national monument, I, I saw you quoted in the piece, you, you mean Stephen's Green. You don't mean the Stephen's Green shopping centre. That's no, no, Stephen's Green. The station. I, I, I was the wonderful, the I wonderful park. There was a great legacy to Dublin uh, by Lord Ardalong, one of the Guinness uh, 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 people. Who um, who who bought up the the land and and handed it over, uh, with the park fully installed, 
uh, under a British Act of Parliament uh, called the St. Stephen's Green Dublin Act of, I think it was 1890. And, okay. and, and we have to protect that. Final question. Um, I mean, making it a protective structure, I, 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 it would be crazy. You'd never, you wouldn't be able to change anything in the interior without getting planned permission every time. But what, what would you like to see happen? Well, I think that I think that on board. I mean, I've I've earnestly urged on board Panola to refuse planning permission for it and to overturn uh, Dublin City Council planners' decision uh, on it. And I think that you know and we, replace it with. Well, and well, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying to replace it necessarily, but you know, like uh, that would put things back to square one, and the developers would have to come up with a, a different proposal. But when you think of of what's really needed in Dublin, I mean, one of the things obviously is housing and there isn't a scrap of residential in the scheme that's been proposed and and you know when you think of that that would have views out over St Stephen's Green Park which would be fantastic um, for apartments yeah. now mind you they'd probably be luxury apartments but you know the developers say that you know it's not feasible to do that but it's that's not true I mean you know of course you could do that if you wanted to do it and and you could still retain some of the attributes of the existing shopping centre uh, including an uh, you know an expansive atrium that, that that's skylit um, and that you can look up and see the sky and I think that these things are important and I think that the and there's the Mississippi a, steamboat is a time to let that go into dry well, dock. I, I, I mean I wouldn't mind seeing it reclad you know in some other uh, in some other way but it would really have to be of exceptional architectural quality yeah, and I okay. simply don't think that this scheme uh, measures up to that. Frank McDonald, thank you for talking to News Talk Breakfast. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman in association with Air on News Talk.